Hey Vessels, this is Love. And I'm Zion. And thank you for tuning in for another episode of Voice of a Vessel Podcast, where we want to encourage and inspire you to be you. And where we grow in purpose on purpose. This week, we're talking about flaws and faith, and we have a letter from a listener. You ready, Mom? I am so ready. All right, let's go. Yeah. We got a letter from a listener. This week's letter is from Denami. And she says, Hey, Love and Zion, the very thing that makes me unique also makes me complicated. How do I grow into myself without being super complicated? Zion, I'll let you go first. (laughs) Me? Yes. Okay. It's all about learning how to use your differences to its fullest potential. Obviously, you were given that unique trait for a reason. Allow God to use it and mold it to the point where it won't affect or complicate others. Because God is not involved in confusion and complications. Start truly learning and loving your differences. And it will be expressed and shown whenever you interact with others. That's how we can avoid a lot of complications. When we learn to love all of our unique qualities that make us who we are, and also understanding that we should express that same love to others. That was very well said. You know, I always got something right. I think you said it perfectly. I think you covered everything. I just want to ask, by whose definition are you saying you're complicated? Do you have a lot of people in your life telling you this? Do you feel like this? What is that based on? And what are those complications? Because one person's complication might be another person's intricacy. I'm just a little curious about that. But every single thing that you said was so spot on, Zion. I don't really have a follow-up. Anything I say would really be a duplicate of what you just said. So that was beautiful. Okay. Thank you. That's rare. So I applaud you. (laughs) It is rare. I applaud you. I applaud you, my daughter. What is one of your flaws? Sometimes I feel like my passion is flawed. Sometimes I'll go hard about something that I really care about, but my intentions are flawed, which means sometimes I'll look at the immediate picture instead of considering the bigger picture. And in the moment, I may fight for something or go hard for something because I care about it, not realizing that I need to fall back so the process can be what it needs to be. What about you? I find myself to be flaky. I'm one of those individuals in situations where someone asks me, we should do something, Zion. I'm like, sure. Great. Knowing in my mind that I'm probably not going to go through with the plans that I just said we was going to do. But I realize it's not just in situations with other people. It's in different areas of my life. Sometimes I'll commit to something and it don't be a long commitment. It might be a week and then I fall off and then I have to program myself to get back into it when it would have just been easier if I would have stuck with it. And it's usually with things that I'm not confident in or I'm not interested in. And it causes me to be hesitant and it prevents me from doing what I'm supposed to do. Well, first, kudos to you for being extremely transparent. That increases our faith. 
sharing our testimonies and keeping it 100. I didn't learn from someone who was perfect. I learned from people who made mistakes, who stuck in there and figured out what needed to be figured out and tried different things and seen what worked. The fact that you can be transparent and say, this is what I deal with and what I'm struggling with and what's going on with me. I think that's huge. And when you can pinpoint what it is, then you can develop strategies and a game plan to combat those habits and maybe just kind of growing in yourself enough to be able to say, no, I don't want to do that or I'm not going to be able to make it. Just being honest in the fact that I'm not going to sit here and make a plan that I have no intention of following through on. So how about I'm good? And also being around people that understand who you are. So you don't have to constantly be in those type of situations where you have to tell somebody no. Everything I heard basically just goes back to discipline, which is kind of really heavy for both of us right now. Even in our 20-year difference, we have so many similarities, but also so many differences. Two different people going through the same thing, seeing it from two different ways. It's always interesting to me. I'm dealing with discipline right now. It's a completely different level of discipline. It's making the most out of my time. That takes discipline. That takes sacrifice. Ma, I love how you talked about faith and sharing our testimonies to grow our faith. When a person shares your testimony, it has the ability to grow someone else's faith. It just shows his love and his mercy and how he does love us so much and how nothing is impossible with him. And all those good things, it's really important for us to share our testimonies, to be intentional about growing our faith. It forced me into a deeper level of trust and dependency completely on him. I just think it's important to share that, to encourage others, to stir that up in someone else. Martin Lloyd-Jones said, faith is a refusal to panic. I love that analogy. Panic is the opposite of faith. It is outside of that perfect love God has for us. And the Bible explains it clearly in 1 John 4 and 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. So what is faith? It's love. Can't have faith without love and no love without faith. So how to grow it? No fear, just love. It sounds simple. It's just the process of unlearning the things that we have programmed in our minds to fear. Anything except God. And fearing him, it's not like, uh, he's going to strike me down. It's more of a fear of upsetting him. Mm. Like how I am with you, Ma. I'd be scared to make you upset. Don't do that. (laughs) Really? That's what you're going to do to me? It's like that type of fear. Because I know your wrath is strong. (laughs) Okay, you should be scared. I sh- I sh- <laughs> you, you should fear. <laughs> I'm your mother. And so you're right. If I love you that much to be like, you know what? We ain't gonna play no games. Imagine how much more he loves you. Right. I can understand it. Love you. Make sure you take care of. Make sure you got what you need and what you want. Unconditional love. You mess up. You come to me. We talk about it. You may have to walk through some things as a result, but at the end of the day, I'm still with you. I still love you. I still got you. You good. Our father loves us. I don't even know what to say. I just love talking about it. But I will say this. You've been on fire this episode. (laughs) 
Like, who is this Zion? I'm loving it. I want you to stay in this space. Keep this energy. Whatever is going on with you, I need you to continue. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not blowing up your head, though. Like, that's not the intention of yeah, me. Yeah, that's why I say thank you, thank you, because it's like, you know, what do I say to that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's all of him, none of me. Right. You okay. Yeah. It's about being the vessel, right? Being the voice. Yeah. Being me. Being exactly. you. Exactly. Don't let's not go too far with it now. <laughs> <laughs> so we have about a hundred days left in this old year before we get into twenty twenty two. What are some of the goals that you want to accomplish before we enter the new year? I have a huge health goal right now. Honestly, I wanna be raw vegan. I wanna clean myself and give myself the purest forms of nourishment possible and so that's a goal for me I want to really buckle down in business and clearly navigate my contribution to that mandate in my life I'm learning that I have a bedtime when I was a little bit younger and I was getting up to put you guys on the bus and working out and then going to work afterwards I would set myself a midnight curfew and I was good with that it was enough time for me to sleep but I'm getting older now and I have like this eternal clock that tells me around 10 o'clock it's time to take it down. I'm learning to set those boundaries for myself so I'm getting significant sleep and, you know, developing schedules so that I can stay on track with things and I just can't allow other things to come up. And that keeps me on task and on go and it makes sure that I have enough time for everything that I'm trying to accomplish. Those are my goals and those are kind of my actionable steps as well. But that's where I'm at. How about you? I want to increase my productivity. Time management is a big challenge for me. I'm finally starting to see some progress, but I want it to be a permanent lifestyle change. So maintaining it is the biggest challenge. And going back to me being flaky, I'm good for a week or two, then I find myself slipping up again. But I tend to see myself slowly fixing the issues that cause me to slip away. And I see myself fixing one aspect and then I'm going slowly to another aspect. And, you know, slow progress, so slow results. But those results will mean so much more when I finally get them because I took the time to learn it now so I won't have to relearn it later in life. I do want to say before we close out, I went through that when we first decided to just eat raw fruits and vegetables for like 30 days. I absolutely love salads. You can do so much with a salad. You can incorporate so many different things. For like the first two weeks straight, I went hard on the salad. But right at that two-week mark, I found myself starting to want other options. I started to look at different things. Sometimes those other things are like the quickest and easiest things. But then I switched it up. So what I started doing is cutting up my vegetables and stuff like that beforehand. So then I switched it up and I went to wrap. It was almost like I was doing something different, even though I was doing the same thing. And so when you say you'll be good in something for a week or two, and then maybe you'll get bored or maybe you're, you know, uninterested. Maybe if you, after that week or two, you switched it up and made it seem like it was something new and kind of inventive. Maybe it's easier for you to get through it. Even if it takes you every other week, every two weeks, you're switching up. 
that still will keep you committed enough to keep going without getting bored. And maybe that could help. That's a good take on it. I didn't think of it like that. I'm going to use that. A woman I work with shared this quote with me today. And I don't know who said it, so I apologize. I will absolutely give you your credit. It says, you don't have to wait until everything is perfect. You can flourish in the trouble. See favor in the famine. Be promoted in the pandemic. Today's challenge is to do what Paul did and do what Joseph did. Keep being your best where you are. It's always important for us to be our best self. Be a vessel. Be a voice. Be you. Make sure to hit the subscribe button and check out our website at VesselToBlessYou.com. Anything you want to hear on the show, let us know. We want to encourage and inspire you to be you. Shop our merch, read the blog, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Vessel to Bless You, where we grow in purpose on purpose. Shout out to Jay Weeks with the dope beat. Where the music at? Hey.